You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of Behind the Braves, presented by Jostens. We're the official podcast of the Atlanta Braves. I'm Ricky Mast, Atlanta Braves Digital Media Content Manager, joined across his own desk in his own office by Director of Alumni Relations, Greg McMichael. And Greg, today is an exciting time for us. We have a, a current player, Colin McHugh on. What's extra special about that? Well, A, Colin's a great guest and he has his own podcast, which we talk about. So he's really fun to talk to, easy to like to and easy to talk to. This is the first time since pre-COVID. So going back to way probably early 2020, maybe late 2019, to be honest with you, that we've been able to have a, a player on in person. That's not lost on me. It's 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 been a really long time as a matter of fact i believe off the top of my head without looking i think the last we've had current players on over the last couple of years but they've all been over zoom obviously i think the last player current player we had on in person was will smith when he, the day that he signed yeah, with the atlanta right. braves which would have been november of 2019 mm-hmm. i believe or thereabouts so that's crazy to think about it's been a long time and uh so it, it felt really really good a for us first of all just to be able to sit down in person <laughs> with a player and have a conversation so our thanks to Media Relations, Breeze Media Relations, for setting that up today. And um, it was our first time recording down in the press conference room here at Truce Park. It's pretty nice digs down there. Oh, very nice. Yeah, and it's right there um, next to the clubhouse, so it makes it a little easier for guys to say yes, Yeah, which is great. And, of course, you know, Colin's a homegrown guy. Yeah, went to Providence Christian Academy and, you know, grew up here watching the Braves. So we love having, you know, guys like that on. And, um, yeah, he's, you know, of course, he's a pitcher, right? He's a reliever. So there's a lot of lot of continuity there that we can we can talk about. But it's always great to hear how the season's going. We didn't get get a whole lot into that, but we did talk a little bit about transitions, you know, in pitching and stuff. But you wonder how this time of the year things are a little fresher with guys and they're not as worn down yet, right? The season just started. The weather's still really good here in Atlanta and it's not mm-hmm. too hot. So it was great having him on. It's always nice when we can spend a little time with the current team. Yeah, I always enjoy when we have not just a current player, but a current relief pitcher because just me, the fan and me, I enjoy watching you and whoever that pitcher is. Today it's Colin just talking back and forth. And I think it's extra special when you've got somebody like Colin who grew up watching you and y'all can make that connection. You're both mm-hmm. both uh, you're connected over the Braves or connected with the Braves family now. So I always enjoy that. I think it's it's fun to hear you guys talk pitching and then me attempt to come up with something that's also interesting to the guests. <laughs> but uh, No, I fun. mean, I think it's great. I'd love to get like a round table with you know, two or three guys and, you know, hear guys bounce off. I think that's always fascinating to not only me and you, but also to our audience and Braves fans and and just everybody that loves baseball you kind of like to hear that kind of unscripted the walls come down a little bit and you can just kind of talk like you said like I said that's the format of the podcast right that's why we love it because we can try to just talk uh, like just normal people and we're not in an interview and right. you know you're not up with the bright lights and this reporter's peppering you with this question that question and then you don't have to be afraid to answer right and that's uh that's what i love about it so we're we're very thankful for uh the current players taking the time spend a little time with us and and uh, i think it's always important to hear from them yep we love our alumni we love our other guests but it's always special to be able to get a, a current player on absolutely is well let's get right into it then here he is braves pitcher colin McHugh. 
Well, hey, Colin, appreciate you joining us on Behind the Braves. Um, this is a real treat to get to be here at the end of the season. You're our first current player that's uh, that's on the podcast for this year. We kind of missed it because of all the stuff that's gone on the last couple of years, being in person, and it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I have to ask you, I had a training facility back in the day called Hardball Warehouse, and uh, I think you played on one of our teams with Pendleton Baseball. Um, you guys were traveling around. Were you on one of those teams that traveled around to the uh, different colleges? I was a little, yeah, a little bit like a mercenary. So when I, uh, <laughs> I, I never, we hired you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I feel like I've been a, I've been in Atlanta for a long time. Yeah. So like, and kind of in the baseball scene, um, but never really played travel ball growing up. And then just kind of have worked my way around and mm-hmm. know a lot of people. I went to Providence Christian Academy over in Lilburn. And was Christian like, Stewart on your team? Christian was a couple years younger than I am. Okay. I'm not going to give away my age here, but uh, <laughs> he's a couple years younger. And then Garrett Whitlock, now the uh, mm-hmm. pitcher with the with the Red Sox, he was also a Providence grad. So we got a few of us uh, still lingering around in the league and, and trying to hang on. But yeah, I, I love being in Atlanta. I love yeah. uh, I love meeting and connecting with with former Braves like yourself. I grew up watching you, so like mm-hmm. it's, this is great. It's a treat for me. Yeah, well, we I know that it's it's got to be special to be able to come back here and play you probably didn't expect it I guess to some degree when you don't get drafted by you know the hometown team and then all of a sudden you go play you never have that expectation to come back and has it been pretty special for you to be here I know your family's got to be loving it yeah it's been really wild man I remember the the opening day really putting on a jersey and seeing myself in a mirror and being like wow this is this is a little trippy for me but yeah you know I've been around been around for a while but never quite could uh could do it in Atlanta until until this year every offseason we're coming back we've lived here for for really my whole life and um so yeah to be able to play for the team that I grew up you know listening to on the radio to be honest with you I listened to a lot of baseball on the radio Mm -hmm. growing up so um it's it still holds a holds a soft place in my heart that's pretty special being a player here being able to raise my kids here I grew up in Knoxville so it wasn't too far away but you know I've just I feel like I'm a you know an Atlanta guy now just because I've been here so long but I, I'm amazed being involved in the organization for so long I'm amazed at the people that grew up listening or what most of it's TBS I mean we, there's such an incredible reach but you know last year when uh, when the Dodgers won the World Series last year they asked me if I get Fred McGriff to um, do a video for Kenley because uh because it was his favorite player. He grew up watching the Braves. And then the guy writing the article was like, well, who didn't watch the Braves growing up? I mean, it's like TBS was just, we don't really know the scope, but we're, we're understanding it more and more. But the amazing thing that Ted Turner did with the TBS deal and how the reach of it, I've never met a grandmother that did not grow up watching the Braves. Right? Put it that it's way. It's amazing. No, it's amazing. It's on every, I mean, the great thing about baseball, it's on every day for six months out of the mm. year. So, you know, if you've got a team within, <laughs> really within like 400 miles at this point, <laughs> you're going to be able to watch it. But yeah, the Braves were everywhere. So like, yeah, well, we traveled to Seattle a lot when I was with Houston and I made friends out there who were from Seattle, but huge Braves fans, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then we'd just travel around and you meet them and we, they travel on the road so well. Our fans are fantastic. So mm-hmm. to be able to play in front of them is a, is a real treat. Well, going with that, the story of you like following the Braves as a kid, watching Greg McMichael and those guys, same as me and people. People who've listened to Behind the Braves for a long time have heard me talk about how I'm a I'm a TBS kid too, growing up in Virginia, and that's how I came to love the Braves because that was the only team I could watch every night. So I idolized guys like Tom Glavin, Greg Maddox, John Smoltz, 
to some degree, Greg, Greg McMichael. But, uh, <laughs> you but, don't have to put me in that category. I know, I know. Just, <laughs> no, an, just anchor in those rotations. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Uh, but I did read our, our buddy Mark Bowman, who's been with, on with us quite a few times on here, wrote a, a really good story when you, you first signed with the Braves a month or two ago now. And I read, I think it was this article, I read that you met John Smoltz at a crystal Oh, yeah. When you were 10, I, I, what was that? How did that happen? Just oh, random? Yeah. Just well, like, I don't know how we found out about it, but I think, you know, they were doing, they were doing signings around the, um, you know, around the city, different places. I think some of the guys were doing them at, um, like Waffle Houses. Some guys were doing them at Crystal. But anyway, we had John, they were like, John Smoltz is going to be at the Crystal and Roswell <laughs> at 12 o'clock. And we all, I mean, everybody in our neighborhood, like we had probably 15 little kids in our neighborhood and we all played baseball together. And we're like, you're going to go? Yeah, yeah, you're going to go, okay, all right, all right, let's go. <laughs> so we went that morning and, uh, yeah, stood in line for like an hour, got up to him, got a signed baseball. I still have it at my house right now. Like it was, mm-hmm. I remember it so vividly. Um, and I remember thinking, he's huge. He's like taller and more athletic than I thought he was. And I still feel that way when I see him. I'm like, you're in pretty good shape, John. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> he does stay in good shape playing all that golf. I know. Yeah. yeah no basketball. Doubt. He's a big basketball guy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so cool seeing that you were you were a fan that during this this last postseason run. Once once you're out of it, you're back home. I mean, uh, it, maybe it was uh, it was Aaron Tuning who, who posted it. I can't remember, but you were I mean, you were rooting for the Braves right there along with the rest of us that are fans, weren't you? Just- yeah, you know, I, I always used to say um, you realize how shallow your loyalties really lie when somebody else is signing your paychecks. Uh, then, uh, but yeah, last year was really like an interesting little case study for me because it was the Braves playing and, and winning all the way up to the World Series, and then they got to the World Series and they're they're playing they're playing the Astros. And I'm like. Um, I still have friends over there. These are like my friends on this side, but this is like my like childhood on this side. And it really didn't take long to realize that the Braves were going to win out 10 times out of 10. And uh, yeah, I was just in, as into it as every baseball fan was and, you know, kind of living and dying by every swing Rosie was taking. And it was, I mean, it was a blast. It was a blast. <laughs> so we, we get through the lockout, that's done. And then so your phone starts ringing again. What was that? How quickly did that come together? And were, were the Braves, Alex, were they pretty interested right out of the gate with, with once the lockout was over? We, we had talked to a bunch of teams before the, before the lockout. And then um, so really kind of catching up uh, on the backside, we knew it was going to be a, like a feeding frenzy. Everybody was trying to sign in the, that first week back if they could. And so we just kind of had reached out to everybody who we had talked to before. The Braves were at the top of my list. And I said, hey, like, if you get Alex, I talked to my agent, Mike, and I was like, if you get Alex on the phone, don't let him hang up. Right, <laughs> I was right. like, I, I know he's got a lot of things cooking. I know he's got, you know, Freddie stuff that he's trying to deal with. And then Olsen and then contract extension and trying to, you know, build an entire team here. And no idea who was going to get Kenley and then a bunch of guys. Great, great moves that I think he's made this offseason. But yeah, we were we were kind of fortunate enough to, to slip right in there in that in that mix and, and be able to get something done pretty quickly I really within within a few hours of, of like our sincere interest in time we were like all right let's get a deal done hmm, that's great well you made mention um, before we we started taping that that whole transition which we've all gone through from starter to reliever and it's tricky right it's totally different um, you know one's a marathoner one's a sprinter and there's an art form to warming up. There's the, the mental grind of being prepared every day. What are what have been some of the keys for you as you've done this now um, for a while? Because even though it's it's different, you know, you've had to make some adjustments. What, what's been the key for you to be able to do that? I think curiosity uh, first and foremost. I, just, I try and pick people's brains if I can. I mean, we got. Uh, Darren O'Day down there has been doing it for what mm-hmm. 120 years now at this point, point. Um, <laughs> and uh, at a high level. At a high level. Uh, <laughs> and so having him, having Smitty, um, you know, Thorny down there, who they, all these guys have 
was loads of experience. And, and <laughs> I look at Kenley and Kenley is like the most like task oriented. He does his stuff every day and he's so regimented and um, just having that kind of discipline, I think to be available every day, day in and day out, I think it, it really does take that. Um, and so, yeah, you just got to, you got to prepare yourself mentally, physically. And I'm, you know, you're still, you're learning, you're learning what you got to do, what you, when you need to take days, like take days off and kind of get your feet back under you when you need to be able to like ratchet it up a little bit and kind of um, get your workout in, get some extra running in, get some extra throwing in. But it's a balancing act. And I think for us, we've, we've had the good fortune so far to have a really deep bullpen and, you know, co- a coaching staff who understands where we're at and, and kind of what we need to be successful on any given day. So, um, like I said, I'm trying to take advantage of all that if I can. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of resources here and, um, and and they've done a really good job of putting us in the best position to be successful. Yeah, it's great. And I've, I've always been a big believer in looking at the successful people around you and, and trying to learn from them because there's no better way to learn than being with somebody every day. I mean, coaches are great right? Coaches can help you, but there's nothing like a peer that's there and and that you can just watch and you can play catch with. You can just ask little little things here and there. Hey, can you watch me throw this? And, you know, how'd you feel about that? Can you tell me when I'm in the game? I mean, that's just so valuable. Oh, yeah. The feedback that you can get from these guys. I wish I'd have taken more advantage of it. You know, I kind of fell into the trap of this is all that I am. And then, you know, it's, it's, and I'm just going to stick with that. And when you try to get outside those bounds, sometimes, you know, you got bumps and bruises and they would say, well, you know, you need to stay in your lane kind of thing. And, um, I wish I would have used the off seasons more to go spend, you know, two weeks with Maddox or, you know, a week with Glav or two weeks with Smolty. But, um, you know, it's just sometimes when you're 25 years old, 26 years old, it's it's hard to think that way. But I love the interaction that I always had with Steve Bedrosian and Jay Howell, guys who were, you know, MVPs and Cy Young Award winners, that oh, yeah. they were there with me every day. And I tried to always try to take advantage of that and pick their brain, like you said, and I learned so much. That Yeah, the feedback, the feedback from players is... is really key for me because you know I play I can I play catch with Thorny Thorny every day and so we're throwing the ball back and forth and we're we ha- you have like a consistent sample size of like what your spin should look like what's a good one what's an average one what's kind of a bad one and how to how to make those adjustments mm-hmm. um, so getting that getting that feedback and then having you know the data back it back it up on on TrackMan and you know we're just so far advanced at this point from from when when I started when you finished playing and uh, you know I, I think that there's there's definitely a way to use those tools, but I like to use use the old eyes when I can. <laughs> sure. Well, you know, and sometimes there's only so much space up in that brain. And oh, sometimes yeah. <laughs> it gets the good stuff gets pushed out by the stuff maybe you don't need, and um, and that's a I'm sure that's a challenge I didn't have to deal with, even though we had books to read, you know, and charts to look at. We didn't have it on our we didn't have it on our uh, Apple Apple phone. <laughs> well, I mean, have we talked about going to that? Like some of these teams are they're looking at the pitches, so we don't have to give a sign. Are we are we thinking about doing that? So we haven't we haven't gone there yet. Um, I think Trav and Trav and Manny and, and Sal Sano. I think they're they're pretty uh, they're pretty dead set on making sure that they are understanding how to communicate and and mm-hmm. being able to communicate as a, as a part of giving signs. Um, so we're still on that train. We'll see if it if it gets. I think it's a little clunky right now, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, you see guys trying to change out the little things in their hats. I saw and, that the other day. I'm like, God, what is he doing? He taking his hat off, giving this guy an earpiece. I'm like, yeah. is that legal? I think I think we're moving in, in in a good direction of being able to kind of just clean things up and speed things along where we can. You know, it's the old like intentional walk. Nobody ever needed to throw four pitches for an intentional walk. Just put them on. Uh, kind of the same way. If we can figure out a way to just get signs. To there was it. some pride in it. Oh, I can throw four pitches easy 
you know, <laughs> you get to throw. Some guys could not do that. Oh my gosh, the the ner- if you couldn't like the nerves when you're, the guy <laughs> oh sticks goodness. out his hand. There's more like, pressure oh, for that. No, <laughs> without a doubt, there's like two guys in scoring position. You're like, if I don't do this correctly, <laughs> yeah, you become a meme immediately. Oh my, yes, exactly. <laughs> well, well, this is uh, I think this might be a first, and this is the first time we've had a current player who also has his on our podcast who also has his own podcast. <laughs> yeah. So the twelve six podcast. I actually listened just the other day. I was listening to your interview with Matzik, which was awesome. What, how did you get started or what made you want to start a podcast and are you enjoying it? You know, I, I am still, I am definitely enjoying it. Um, I, I started it because I have had great interactions with, with players and coaches and front office people and writers over the course of my career um, that, that most people just don't get to, don't get that level of access to. You know, I think we can be a little bit buttoned up with media sometimes post game and, you know, nobody wants to give away too much. Nobody wants to make themselves too, like, bigger than the game, so to say. But when it's a one-on-one with, you know, with two baseball people, you just get so much nuance that that really isn't isn't there and isn't available at other with other um, other forms of media. So I've I've tried to kind of give a little capsule of those conversations where I can, um, and I've you know like I said I've I've had the fortune, good fortune of having some great guests um, you know over the last couple of years. Charlie Morton was my first one, so you can go back nice. and you can go back and, and listen to that one. Me and Chuck just on his couch in spring training, <laughs> uh, just kind of feeling our way through a conversation. It was probably like the fifth time we'd ever met too, so it was really fun. Um, but yeah, for me it's 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 great. I do it as as often as I can as often as I have, right. you know, content and time. Um, but for me, it's it's been a, a bit kind of an eye opening experience to a how how tough it is on the other side of uh, you know of the camera or the microphone. Um, but also what guys are what guys are really like, um, you know, when you kind of get them out of a uniform and get them kind of in a, in a comfortable element. We've been doing this almost four years now. I think we're over 120 episodes. And so the question I think we both get asked the most is who's your favorite guest that you've had? And it's all for me, it's always I always just go, well, last week we had such and such and it was awesome. And this week. So it's like always fresh in my mind. Of course, we always both say if you if you made us choose like we had we were fortunate enough to have Hank on before he passed. Wow. So that's probably the favorite. But mm-hmm. I look at just the last four weeks, the the conversations we've got to have. We had Snit. We had Miriam Armut Lou who designed the World Series ring. Last week we had Gabe Burns, who's a beat reporter. And this week we have you. So all that to say, is there one that you could pick out that that's your favorite? I, and I say that as a podcast guest or a host who can't pick out a favorite ever. Uh, you know, I, I had Smolty on the uh, on the podcast. Uh, I think. A year, year and a half ago, um, in the off season, he was, you know, gracious enough to to give me some of his time in the off season, in between golf rounds, probably. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and we just chatted. I mean, we could have talked for four hours, I think, mm-hmm. just about baseball, about pitching, about kind of life and injuries and family. And I mean, it's all of these things. Just there's so much common ground. The Venn diagrams from baseball players are just so far overlapping, mm-hmm. even though we're an extremely diverse group of people. So even you know the Latin guys in there and some of the Asian guys that I've played with, and you know uh, guys just from all around the country from different backgrounds I learn as much as, as anybody does and so for me you know it's it's a, it's a great it's a great way for me to get to know some of my teammates for me to get to know some of the guys around the league that I've, I've known and respected for a long time but yeah having Smolty on there was was a big one for me it was I was sweating bullets that whole time <laughs> <laughs> that's great well I, I want to welcome you to the Braves alumni um, groups because you know we've got there's about 250 guys nationwide that I communicate with former players there's about 65 guys here locally so wow. you'll forever be a part of that group 
group. We, um, I've been doing in this role for about 12 years now where we do close to 200 events a year. So wow. whether um, they're paid events, speaking engagements to alumni weekend, alumni Sunday, this year we'll be doing the, this 30 year anniversary of 92 where Sid slid. Oh yeah. And then 40 years from the 1982 team where Murph was an MVP, Horner was an all-star and, and they started out 13-0 to start the season. So those guys will all be back for alumni weekend. That's amazing. In July. So uh, anything we we can ever do for you in the off season, help if you want to get involved, um, love to, for you to be a part of that. But you know, when whenever you retire way off in the future, you'll be a, a part of that group. And uh, we, we, we get a chance to do a lot of cool things. Uh, fantasy camps, we do, we're doing two next year. One of our favorite podcasts is we interview the fantasy campers because we split them up on teams, we draft them. And then you might have Sid as your coach and Steve Avery as your pitching coach. <laughs> and then we'll play and they get rings and champagne and all that. Oh, and we play. So some of our best podcasts have been with the campers at camp around the fire pit, smoking a cigar. <laughs> um, and and it's just, it's just it's pretty incredible. It could be worse. <laughs> That's right. It's great. A lot of fun. Well, Colin, thank you so much for taking the time, man. We appreciate it. And I hope to have you on again at some point. And definitely go check out 12.6 Podcast. As we always say on here, wherever you get your podcast. Wherever you get your podcast. (laughs) That's right. Wherever you listen. I appreciate it, guys. It's been a pleasure. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Our thanks again to Colin McHugh for joining us here on Behind the Braves, presented by Jostens. By the way, if you haven't already checked out that fan collection from Jostens, the Braves fan collection, all based on the World Series ring. Of course, you've all seen the ring by now. Well, you can have your own piece of Braves history through Jostens. Mother's Day coming up. There's some really, really great gifts there. I'm thinking about getting my mom something from uh, the Justin's line. There's a bracelet I was looking at, or maybe there's a set of earrings I was looking at. We'll find out if she still listens to Behind the Braves or not, (laughs) and we'll find out if I've spoiled the surprise or not by mentioning that here. But definitely go to Justin's.com slash Braves to check out that merch line. I was just looking at it last night, trying to pick out a Mother's Day gift, and there are honestly too many choices, so I still haven't narrowed it down. I got to get, we're getting close to Mother's Day now, so I got to knock that out soon, but uh, but definitely go check Check it out. Some really cool stuff there. You've got some cool stuff coming up too, don't you, Greg? Yeah, we are uh, right in the middle of preparing for our kids' clinics. Um, They're going to be going on all around Atlanta. So if you haven't um, heard about it, if you're interested, and it's ages 6 to 12, um, boys and girls, uh, be ha- we have like a two-night clinic from 6 to 9 each night. So go to braves.com slash clinics, and we have them in softball. If, you're, if your daughter plays softball or if she plays baseball, she can go to the baseball one. It doesn't really matter. And um, you can register online, find out some more information, all the different parks that we're going to be at. It, it, it will be a lot of fun. So we have, just so people know, we do have a group of college athletes who play softball at UGA and Georgia Tech and Missouri and Kennesaw State who are going to be teaching softball. 
and uh, then we'll have visits from Braves alumni. Uh, they'll get a hat. They'll get a jersey. Um, then we have uh, they'll get uh, discounted tickets for being a part of our clinics. Real excited about that. We have 24 locations. Nice. So real excited. That's going on. Again, braves.com slash clinics. And then, you know, Alumni Sundays are rolling. we got Alumni Weekend coming up in July. So a lot of fun things that uh, we're used to putting on that we're, we're excited. A lot of alumni are going to be coming back. 30-year anniversary of the 19. 19- 92 Braves team, Sid Slid, right? Right. And uh, 40 years for the 1982 team that started out 13-0, and still a major league record. They're just tied with the Brewers of 87, but uh, record 13-0. and we got guys like Brett Butler and Dale Murphy, Chris Chambliss, Bruce Benedict, uh, Randy Johnson. So um, got some great um, players that are going to be coming back being a part of it. we got the Hall of Fame induction with Joe Torre nice. from 82. He was the manager. 92, Leo was the pitching coach. He's going in the Hall of Fame. That'll be on Saturday. we got Home Run Derby that's going to be going on. And uh, just a lot of things uh, that are going to be a lot of fun for the fans. And come out and see your old uh, your old uh, Braves players that you grew up watching. It's fun for me to be a part of it. So a lot of things still in store this summer. So check it out. You can also go to Braves.com slash alumni and see all the information um, for those events as well. Very cool. Always love seeing the, the former Braves legends come out here and that they're still so involved. And that's a big testament to the work that you do. Murph, just saw Murph was here with some of his grandkids at the ballpark yeah, yesterday. Just had lunch over at his place. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I saw he and Nancy and and uh, got to say how they're going to be here for a couple of days. You're being kind enough to host my fiance and her work group here uh, at the ballpark in June. And so their their offices are across the street over there. If you've All the fans, if you've seen the racetrack building across the, the highway from Truist Park next to it, there's the I think it's the Travelport building. Anyways, my fiance's offices are over there. So she's bringing her, her whole crew over here for a game in June. And they're talking about maybe stopping at Murph's. So yeah, they got to. And then come over hey, here for a they game. they have so. incredible cheesesteaks. Oh, really the good. Che- See, I thought you were going to say the cheese curds. Well, the cheese, cheese curds, curds are, are incredible. Oh, those are, but those the are cheese those. steak I get, that's what I get. And I'm telling you what, they got this special bun they import from Texas or something. I don't know what it is. Chuck over there, go say hi to Chuck Douglas. And um, he's part owner with uh, with Murph. And uh, they, they got good food. You know, it's yeah. um, cheese curds. I, I love I love those. They got special dipping sauce and all that. So anyway, I could I could probably go back over there and eat <laughs> yeah, again. So that's, that's anyway, I, I try to go over there at least once a week. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We'll definitely come out like alumni weekend. Uh, I've got all the kids clinics. Still a couple spots left for Braves Fantasy Camp, the second edition of it for next year. So get on, on Braves.com. Check all that out. There's a lot of cool stuff that uh, the Braves and Greg McMichael are planning and promoting coming up. So definitely get involved. Check yeah, it out. For sure. Well, thank you again to Colin McHugh uh, and to Braves Media Relations for setting that up with us. And uh, as for all of you for listening. If you haven't already done so, please rate, review, subscribe behind the Braves presented by Jostens on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. We very much appreciate it. So for Greg McMichael, I'm Ricky Mast. We'll see you next week on Behind the Braves.